Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 95, yes 95, we're nearly at 100 aren't we? Uh, episode 95 of Internet Marketing brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com and today Kelvin is speaking to Susan Ganelius. She's an author, a prolific author of marketing books including some great beginner's guides to digital marketing. All coming up on Internet Marketing. So, Susan, can you tell us a bit about your background and some of the books you worked on? Because you, you've really been very prolific in the kind of digital marketing uh, and world, particularly in the kind of educational book um, world of digital marketing. Well, I started my career uh, mm. out of college working in marketing departments for some of the biggest companies in the world, HSBC, AT&T, uh, and really got my hands on all aspects of marketing through those opportunities. And in 2004, I gave birth to triplets Mm -hmm. and returning to the corporate world just wasn't going to work. Mm -hmm. So I stayed at home to raise the kids who Mm -hmm. are six now. And about a year into that, I got the itch to do something marketing related again Mm -hmm. and had an idea to write a book about copywriting to help small business owners who typically can't afford uh, to pay a copywriter or an ad agency to create mm-hmm. marketing uh, communications for them. So I started studying how to publish a book and realized that the social web was the way for me to build my platform. And the rest is really history. Uh, my first book uh, was written and published in 2007, and I am writing my eighth right now, all related to marketing, social media, branding, mm-hmm. blogging, etc. And so, so what's that, the book that's coming up at the moment, the one that you're working on at the moment, um, Susan? On that kind of thing? Um, actually, I have one that's coming out within the next couple of weeks, which is called 30-Minute Social Media Marketing. Mm-hmm. And that's to teach small business owners and, and people who are overwhelmed by social media how you really can uh, build a brand and build a business using the free or inexpensive tools of the social web without... Mm-hmm being intimidated or overwhelmed on a day-to-day mm. basis. So that's that one. And then I just finished writing The Complete Idiot's Guide to WordPress, so a blogging oh, okay. application. Mm. 
Yeah, and the one that I'm just starting to write right now is Content Marketing for Dummies, which will be out in May of okay. 2011. So, so a wide variety of topics there, and I mean, some quite interesting books. I mean, I'm really interested particularly in the kind of the 30-minute social media one. And so what would really be your first tips for someone kind of really starting out? Is there a particular network or is it a kind of a step back and appreciation of the audience they need to do? What's that kind of first thing they need to do really to make that um, giant leap into using social media marketing? Well, you definitely hit the nail on the head with taking a step back and looking at the audience. Because what I always tell people, small business owners in particularly, uh, who are looking to get involved in social media marketing is to first get out there and find your best audience. They're already hanging out online somewhere, but your goal is to find out where they are. Uh, Type in the keywords that you would use as a consumer to find a business like yours or the types of products and services that you offer. Follow the search results and find where your audience is spending time and then Mm -hmm. join the conversation. Get on their radar screens of both online influencers and potential customers. Then in time, you can start bringing them back to your own branded online destinations. And the key with branded online destinations is setting up your core branded online destination. I usually recommend a blog just because they're so search engine friendly. Mm. Uh, and start publishing your amazing, what I call shareworthy content, content that people are going to be interested in, will find useful, and will want to share with their own audiences. Mm. Uh, and set up your other various online branded destinations, a Facebook page, a, a Twitter profile. The key is really surrounding consumers with branded experiences so that they can pick and choose how they want to interact with your brand. But all of these roads need to lead back to your core branded online destination. Mm. And you think in a lot of cases that a blog's the best place for that kind of, you know, that, that branded destination that you're talking about there. Um, I know one, one um, we probably get, we're big fanboys on the, the podcast of WordPress and we always kind of tend to advocate it. Do you think it is really the, the only real viable blogging solution out there for people or, or is it just the, you know, the best of, best of a number of good options, but WordPress tends to be the one that, that you'd recommend most of the time? WordPress for businesses is absolutely what I would recommend uh, for a variety of reasons. First of all, it's by far the most flexible, uh, the most feature-rich, extremely easy to use and update. And it also offers you the self-hosted version where you can host your own blog through your own web host or website even and run your entire online presence from WordPress, your blog and website for basically for free. Mm-hmm. WordPress.org, the application is free. It's just a matter of if you need help doing some um, special design or customization. Mm-hmm. But yes, definitely WordPress.org is mm. what I recommend. Mm. And in terms of that kind of personalization, and you know, it's it's quite often that you could go out to a web developer and get them to do that. But actually, there's some, some really great themes out there, isn't there? What, have you got kind of any advice about choosing a theme or places to look for those themes, Susan, that, you know, from your experience, are, uh, a, a good place to look to kind of personalize and, um, you know, bring on brand a, a WordPress um, web design? Definitely. And that's actually something I I wrote a book that came out earlier this year called Blogging All in One for Dummies. And I talk a lot about that in that book, as well as the upcoming Complete Idiot's Guide to WordPress. But Mm. also, you can get a lot of information on my site on about.com. I write about Mm. blogging for about.com. And one of the things that I recommend with themes, particularly with WordPress, is there are a lot of free themes out there. But if you do invest under $100, sometimes under $50 for a premium theme, 
you can get something that's guaranteed to be coded very well. And that is, it, it gives your brand a more distinct uh, appearance and image online because it doesn't look like every other website out there. So for differentiation and branding purposes, I would definitely recommend getting a premium theme. I love elegantthemes.com. Okay. Uh, that's one of my favorites. And then you can hire a freelance web designer for under $500, under $300 sometimes. You can get customization that will give your brand the differentiation that it needs to position it in the online space. Mm. And what's your thinking around some of those kind of, you know, like you're talking about premium themes there, but there's kind of the the almost um, the premium theme framework ones that are a bit different, kind of like thesis and that kind of thing. Have you got much experience with them? And are they a, a good option for people? Or do you think they're better off getting something completely unique rather than using one of those frameworks and trying to, to adapt it themselves, as it were, which is one of the selling points of the themes like um, thesis that you can personalize within a standard theme, as it were? Yeah, and thesis is a premium theme. It's mm. basically there are three types of WordPress themes, free, uh, premium, which are ones that usually will sell for under $100, like Thesis. Uh, iThemes.com offers them as well. There are, there are tons of websites or designers that offer premium themes. Thesis is one of them. Mm. Thesis is great. Uh, its reputation is known for being really good with integrating search engine optimization. Uh, it's definitely one that I would recommend. There are a variety of premium theme developers. And if you do a Google search for WordPress premium themes, you'll find a lot of them. And then the next step up would be custom theme, which is something that someone codes from the ground up just for your business. For most small businesses, I don't recommend that because it's a lot more expensive and it's really not necessary. There are so many amazing premium themes out there that you can customize that it's really all that you need. Mm. And the, the one that the one thing that I really like about WordPress is the ability to get the add-ons via plugins and that. And I know in the past we've covered um, in the podcast, you know, some recommendations for the plugins that we rate for WordPress. What are some of your favorite ones out there that you kind of, Susan, if you were setting up a brand new WordPress blog, that you'd always be considering from a kind of plugin perspective for WordPress? Well, this is definitely something that I talk about a lot in my mm. books and on about.com blogging, mm. which is that there are some plugins that can help you build traffic, some that mm. can help you um, ease maintenance and automate functions. Uh, there are some that can help you monetize your site. So it kind of depends on what you want to do with your site. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say one of the top plugins that I would recommend would be, uh, of course, the retweet button from tweetmem.com, mm -hmm. which allows people to share your posts with their own audiences, as well as the share this plugin. Again, these are plugins that for businesses are very important because you're trying to spread your messages and get in front of the largest audiences possible. So enabling people with a quick click of, an, of the mouse to share your content with their own audiences helps build that brand buzz and word of mouth marketing that you need. Now, at the same time, I'll also point out that there are two different versions of WordPress. That WordPress.com is the free version hosted by WordPress where you cannot use plugins unless you pay for upgrades and the, then the, the free wordpress.org which you need to pay for your own hosting service through someone like bluehost.com or godaddy.com um, so what i always recommend to small business owners who are new to blogging and uh, wordpress of course you can build your entire website on mm -hmm. it and make changes on the fly 
instead of hiring a, a web developer to make minor changes for you all the time. So I always recommend go out, get a free blog on WordPress.com, just play around with it. You can delete it later. You can make it private so no one sees it. Start to understand how WordPress works. And then when you feel pretty confident with how you set up pages, how you set up posts, it's all very intuitive. Once you're comfortable with that, then move over and start building your own business blog and website using the version on WordPress.org because then it won't be as overwhelming for you. Mm. And you talked about using Twitter there as a as a means of generating traffic. And I can imagine in your book, um, in the social media uh, marketing and the kind of 30-minute guide there that you're talking about, that that's a, a big part of the topic that you cover there. Do you think that um, Twitter works for most businesses or is it only really kind of certain organizations that it is a good match for? I think it can work uh, to generate different kinds of results for any business. There are some uh, businesses like NakedPizza.com that built huge businesses completely using Twitter. Uh, there are other businesses that use it well to build relationships and build their brand across the social web. So I see Twitter very much as a long-term relationship building and uh, brand building tool, which you can then supplement with short-term tactics, uh, kind of like Naked Pizza does with offering discounts and short-term promotions through its Twitter feed. Mm. So if you look at it... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Solely as a uh, um, revenue generating tool. That I, I don't recommend doing that. I recommend using it as a brand building tool and then supplementing it with the mm. short term tactics. Mm. Yeah, and no, I think you're probably right there that it's kind of there's a way it can work for everyone, but don't assume that what works for one business will all automatically work, work for another one there. I mean, so I know for a long time Twitter's been the kind of new kid on the block for, you know, where people are, you know, talking about it as a as a means to promote your business. And the ones that seem to be coming up a little bit more now in those kind of conversations about the next big thing are uh, more of the location 
based networks like Foursquare and GoWalla and the fact that now you can do that in, in Facebook places. Um, do you think that, that for, for smaller businesses, that it's those kind of location based networks that will actually have the biggest impact on them rather than um, LinkedIn or Twitter or just sort of general Facebook? It'll be these ones that are more geographically focused that are going to have the more significant impact in the long term. You actually make a very good point in that those those geo-targeting and, and localized marketing is so hot right now, particularly with the introduction of Foursquare. Mm. Uh, and marketing it really is going to change dramatically over the next few years. It's going to be really interesting to see how it shifts because more and more people every day are purchasing and using smartphones and you even see a, a consumer audience who's moving from PC and doing all everything from their smartphones now. So the opportunity for localized marketing through Foursquare and a mobile apps is huge. It's just a matter of figuring out how best to leverage that and opportunity. And it's so early that no one knows the recipe for success yet. But is Foursquare a great idea for local businesses? Definitely. There's, there's, there are businesses that will tweet, um, or excuse me, share on Foursquare, uh, you know, if you check in at our location, we'll give you a discount. This is a great idea for a small business because uh, if you can build an audience of people who follow you on Foursquare, now they're learning how they can get these discounts and sharing them with other people. So mm -hmm. it's a huge opportunity. And I definitely would recommend for localized businesses checking it out mm. and for all those ones kind of like i imagine you know from my understanding of how your approach that you kind of recommend that they come back to that branded location in some shape or form and we were talking about a blog being a potential branded location in, in that sense how would how do you go about or how do you recommend susan uh, coming up with ideas for that content you talked about the shareable content how do you kind of come up with the ideas to to produce something that people um, really want to share with their their peers and their friends and their colleagues well, I think you have to look at it in a couple of different ways. First, your key to success is publishing meaningful, useful content, not self-promoting. I suggest using the 80-20 rule of marketing when it comes to your activity on the social web. No matter how much time you spend on a given day, 80% or more of that time should be on non-self-promotional activities, just engaging with other people, sharing other people's content, while 20% or less should be self-promotional. Uh, that's a good balance to keep so that you're welcome to the party, basically, because if you were in a real live networking situation and you were talking with someone and all they did was talk about themselves, you wouldn't want to talk to them anymore. You'd try to avoid them. Mm -hmm. But if it's an engaging conversation, then they will want to hang out with you and they'll want to share your stories with other people. Blogs are great for creating amazing shareworthy content because you can tell more of your story or, or give more details. Not everybody likes to blog, though, and not everybody finds writing easy. So that's why the social web is such a great opportunity for small business owners, because if you don't like to blog and you know you're never going to be a blogger, well, then you can use Twitter. Uh, again, back to NakedPizza.com, they use Twitter extremely successfully as their core branded online destination uh, for social conversations and sharing. Mm. So in terms of coming up with content, it's really just putting yourselves in the audience's shoes and creating 
content that would be meaningful or useful to them. And you don't have to feel like every single thing you publish online is one of what would be referred to a piece of pillar content, meaning it's your best content. Uh, you know, some of your content is just going to be engaging and interacting. But you need to offer enough of that amazing shareworthy content that it will start spreading and people will start sharing it with their own audiences. It's what I call the compounding effect of blogging, but it really can work with any tools of the social web. But with blogging, it's so great because imagine you have a website with 10 pages. All right, that's 10 mm -hmm. entry points for Google to find your site. Now imagine you write a blog attached to that website and you write a new post every day for a year. Now you have 365 plus 10 entry points for Google to find you. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine a lot of that content is amazing, shareworthy, great content that your audience that you built up from slowly connecting with them across the social web and bringing them back to your core branded destination. Now, imagine your audience likes what you write. They share it with their own audiences. They tweet it. They share it on Facebook. They write about it on their own blogs and link back. Now you've got incoming links from across the social web, driving even more traffic and more entry points to your core branded destination where people can learn more about you and further build a relationship with you. This is an amazing opportunity and you can do it all for free. Mm -hmm. It's something that a small business owner in particular would be crazy to pass up. Mm. Yeah, no, I think you're really right. There is that kind of, it's a huge opportunity and actually what, what, is what makes it so huge is the fact it's so democratic and pretty much anyone can take advantage. It's just time that's required rather than budget. So it'll be the businesses that are most inventive and original and, you know, that can kind of come up with good ideas that will do the best rather than those who have the, the biggest, you know, wallets and the biggest kind of um, cash to spend on an advertising campaign like you might have had in the past. So no, I mean, I, I, I really enjoy that. And that's kind of a big part of the reason why we run this podcast is to, to try and help people kind of gain that knowledge. And um, one of the books, Susan's that, um, that I've, seen you've um, written that I, I've, I'm interested to read and find out more about was your book about Harry Potter could you talk a bit more about that and kind of the, the idea behind that book that, um, and the, the, the logic behind that sure that's actually a book that was written it, it, I tried to write it in a way that anyone would enjoy and learn about marketing uh, based on the Harry Potter brand but the purpose was for a marketing professional audience or marketing students to teach them how this little book about a boy wizard turned into one of the most powerful and recognized brands in the world. And it's a really interesting story if you go from start to finish and it proves one of the, the things that I always tell people, my clients and in presentations I'm giving is that consumers build brands, not companies. Companies can put messages out there, nudge conversations in the right direction, but it's not until a consumer experiences a brand, develops expectations for it and has perceptions of it that a brand is truly built. So Harry Potter is an excellent example of how that happens. And add on top of that, the fact that the social web played such an important part in building the Harry Potter brand by enabling people to experience it in their own ways. It's just a really exciting story and a great way to learn mm. about uh, that can be applied to any business so that was the purpose of the book mm. and so i mean so what's the kind of lesson that okay i'm a small business owner um you know i, I really want to build my business get more get more sales get more people crossing the, the threshold and coming into my into my store or you know ringing up on the phone what can we learn kind of like as a small takeaway from the, the harry potter successes that that we can action as a small business owner to kind of try and learn from the successes of jk rowling and the, and and her her global phenomenon that she's been behind there 
I think one of the most specific and immediately uh, actionable things that you can learn from the Harry Potter story is to not try to control the online conversation. Uh, when Harry Potter fan blogs and, and fan websites started coming up originally, J.K. Rowling and Scholastic, the publisher, sent cease and desist letters. They tried to stop people from experiencing the Harry Potter brand in their own ways. Uh, very quickly, they realized, wait a minute, if we give up control of the conversation and let these people experience the brand the way they want to, the growth that we'll see will be so much greater than if we try to control things. So they gave up control, allowed people to take the brand and run with it in their own ways across the social web. The rest is history, really. How many people have, how many people learned about Harry Potter from an ad or a marketing piece? Very, very few. The vast majority learned through word of mouth marketing. And it was allowed to grow to such a, a huge, powerful thing thanks to the conversation on the social web. For small business owners, it can be very scary to give up control. In my book, 30 Minute Social Media Marketing, I provide three ways that you can react to a negative online conversation about your brand. You can either fight it, you can, I, I call it the three F's, fight, flight, or flood. Fight it, uh, respond to it, get involved in the conversation. Flight, which would be ignore it, consider the source, where is this negativity coming from, ignoring it and letting it just go away mm -hmm. might be the best option or flood, which basically is flood the internet with your amazing share worthy content and bury those negative results mm -hmm. in Google searches. So that's the biggest takeaway for small business owners is give up control, let the conversation happen. Brilliant. No, I think that's some real, real great advice there, Susan. And you know, I know that you, you know, you're an expert in a, in a huge variety of different areas there, and it's great, great to see someone like you sharing that knowledge um, with people, so they can learn from that and market them, market their own businesses, you know, very cost effectively and very inventively. No, so brilliant. Really, really appreciate that. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three. 256 or 150 if you're inside the UK it's 01273 256 150 and you can leave a voice comment or question and we'll play it on the show also we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself well that's it for now Andy White signing off until next week on internet marketing Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk 
forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.